What's the name of Uncle Poochie's podcast? Uh, six feet six, under. Six feet under podcast. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. A fan. This is a pissed off individual. Fuck you, Mr. Pooch. It's often said that you never know what you got until it's gone. But I always wondered to myself, how can one ever even say that? You know, it's funny. We as humans always like to talk about what we appreciate and how much we appreciate it. But truth be told is, the only reason why we appreciate it is because we once lost it. So you can sit back and judge one for losing something or judge someone for no longer having something, but just realize the only reason why you're able to appreciate it is because they no longer have it. December 15th, 2019. I'm 27 years old. And today, today, unlike any other day, it's about to be different. But unlike any other day, I know today's going to be different because I've thought about today, because I plotted on today. Because I've done something that I haven't done in a very long time. I planned for today in advance. I've actually picked up my phone on the whole two at times and I keep looking at the clock. The minutes are flying by. Seems like the seconds. Well, they feel like milliseconds. And the minutes, well, they feel like seconds. And the hours, they feel like minutes. And at this point, I'm pacing downstairs in my room. Still wondering to myself, are you going to do this? Are you going to do this? And the answer is yes, man. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I don't know. I don't know why I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do it. I'm scared. I'm nervous. Not really sure how the hell I even got to this point, although I am sure how I got to it. I still don't understand why I'm doing it. Is this what I'm really supposed to be doing? I really think I'm good enough to be doing this. I question myself the whole car ride there. I question myself the whole car ride as I park the car. I question myself the whole car ride as there's no longer a car ride. <laughs> I question myself as I walk up to the building and I look around and I and I, I see the other people and I think to myself, what the hell am I really doing here? I go back out to my car, I put my name down, I, I tell them what my name is, and I walk back out, and I look around, still kind of dumbfounded, it's dark as hell outside at this point, and I've never been on this side of town by myself, especially not this late at night, but I'm here, man, and this is what I told myself I'm going to do. Sorry about that. I hop on the phone. And I start scrolling through my call log to see who I can speak to before it's time for me to get back into the building. I look at my phone and I realize my parents can't speak to either one of them. They're preoccupied. They're with friends. I already know this. My younger siblings, I don't recall what they are, but it doesn't really matter because it's not like they can accompany me to this situation anyways. They're not old enough yet. At least one of them isn't, so then, therefore, that makes both of them not old enough. I look through my phone, and I scroll through it. I keep scrolling through it. I pass her text message thread, and I keep hearing her words rolling through my head as I think about one of our last conversations. 
And I think about how things that we planned out are no longer going to be. And I think about the wedding that no longer will be. And I think about the bank account that held the cash, that held the money for the engagement ring that no longer will be. And I scroll through her text message thread and I quickly delete it because honestly, just the thought of her is just too much to be able to consume right now for myself. I keep scrolling through my phone and I see nothing, at least I see a bunch of words, but I don't see anybody that I can contact to tell about this situation I'm about to get myself into. And I really, really wish I could have someone to talk to right now because maybe they can talk me out of the situation. Maybe they can help me through it. Maybe they can tell me it's going to be okay, but I'm not really sure. So I sit there and I look at my phone and I scroll through it and I scroll through it again. And I scroll through it again. And I realized on December 15, 2019, I'm about to do a transition and a transition to something that I wasn't even aware that I even had in me years ago, but I had always wondered if I could do it years ago, I guess. Well, before I can even get to that transition, I have to tell this quick but brief but very, very important story about how a conversation led to a change in my life. But this conversation almost didn't occur because before there was Luna, there was a thing called pride. And although Luna was there with me, she couldn't be with me that night. Yeah, my relationship with Luna was probably the only one that was still consistently consistent. She was always there no matter what time of day it was. And if I wanted to contact her, she would be there. But this night was a little bit different. I really didn't feel like contacting Luna. And so I decided to sit out with her and and not contact her. But the person I did decide to contact is a person I want to share a story with you about and how um, pride almost detoured my whole life. See, before it was December 15, 2019, we got to bring it back into time. You have to bring it back to, if I'm correct, May, May-ish of 2015. My time could be off, but let's just go with that. A friend texts me. He asked me, hey, man, are you going to be in my neighborhood? I say, I don't know when I'm going to be around your area anytime soon. They say, okay, man, no big deal. But if you do come to my neighborhood anytime soon, man, make sure you drop off one of those hats, man. Drop off one of those hats because, uh, you know, I want one. And I'm I'm, I'm shooting a scene in a movie with... Uh, with a very, very well-known actress. And I want this uh, actress to be in the picture with me wearing the hat. And honestly, man, listen, man, you really, you really owe me, you know, if you look at it, you owe me because you kind of kicked me out of the, the, the whole movement you got going on with your hat business. And you know, man, we helped start this together. So like, what's up with you? Quick on the triggers I used to be back in the day when brought with any criticism, I instantly jump on the defense. Instantly jump on the defense and have a moment of attack as I see red. And I quickly tell this friend, listen, man, I don't know when I'm going to be in your neighborhood. And first and foremost, as far as the hats go, don't ask me no damn questions about the hats. If you wanted to be a part of it, you should have asked earlier, man. I told you what was going on. You weren't down, so you got passed up. 
let's pause this story because none of you know what I'm talking about at this point. Unbeknownst to a lot of you all, before I was who I am and before you addressed me as who I am and before you saw me as the person you see me as now, I was just at one point a college student named Keith Johnson attending University of California, Davis with his palms very, very, very empty and very, 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 very um, inchy, I guess you could say. My hands are inching. I'm, I'm looking for scratch. I'm looking for change. Anyways, man, I came up with a hustle. I it came up with a hustle to start hustling off these snapback hats. And I was pretty good at it, too, man. Um, I knew how to design um, hats that people were looking for at the time. Um, and uh, I had a friend who um, knew a place who could sell us uh, wholesale hats. And, uh, you know, if I understood business better, if I understood how to market myself better, it could have been a better transition. But the name of the company of the hats that we had at the time, I had come up with that name with a friend who wasn't necessarily part of the hat business, but he was a part of the name. And so, therefore, when I decided to start making hats, I told him, hey, man, you know, I'm going to start making hats. Would you like to be interested in the hats? He said something like, oh, send me some some some." I think he was like, send me some samples or something. I sent him some samples. He gave me his opinion. That was it. He didn't say anything else about what he thought should be one, what he didn't think should be one, blase, blase. So I moved on without him and nothing to do, nothing the same. Well, in, miss, in, the, in the middle of moving on without him, there was some turmoil between us and there were some issues. And therefore, uh, it left us not speaking for some time. And as time went by to make amends to the situation, my friend reached out to me finally trying to mend uh, a wounded friendship in some ways. And, you know, someone asked, someone demanded that I provide him with something that I created, to which I said in the most pleasant way without really actually saying it, go fuck yourself. Now, one could say that was a mean way of going about it. And I will admit it wasn't the nicest thing for me to do. Wasn't the nicest thing for me to say, but that's how I felt at the time. Because at the time, with the assistance of my friend Luna, you couldn't tell me a fucking thing that wasn't positive about me because I couldn't take criticism, couldn't take other people's opinions. Although I had enough of my own, I had enough criticism on my own. I had enough opinions of people's life on my own. I could lend you my opinion. But don't you dare offer one on my life. That's how I felt at the time. So that's how I moved. It was a terrible, terrible, terrible move. And a terrible, terrible, terrible um, vibe of energy that I was given off at the time. But hey, I'm only human. I'm only human. So yeah, needless to say, that conversation didn't end well for that friend and, uh, and I. And uh, the results were... That friend and I did not speak for a whopping four years, almost three years, three to four years. We didn't speak. Not a phone call, no happy birthdays, no text messages. We spoke once in in the middle of um, you know of some small talk, but nope, 
didn't speak. So fast forward, present day, it's December 15, 2019. I'm scrolling through my, my phone trying to figure out who I can, you know, at least talk to before I, I go inside. And I stop on his name. And I stop on his name and I see it and I decide to click on it. And lo and behold, it's DJ Hell Supreme. It's the homie. The one you guys have heard me talk about a multitude of times on my show. Dude, I've done multitude of episodes with. And right now we're in we're in pre-production for our own uh, podcast show together. Um, a person I've worked with on a multitude of occasions for films as he signed me on as a producer to his production company, Starshooter Productions. And uh, yeah, that was the person I called. A man that I had placed out of my life prior to this moment, um, about four years ago, and uh, hadn't spoken to uh, at that moment, De- December 15, 2019. DJ Hell, and I had just rekindled a friendship and had just spoken for the first time maybe a month or two ago. So I hop on the phone, I tell him, hey man, I'm outside of this comedy club and um I am I'm about to go inside and do some stand-up comedy for the very first time. And he said to me, perfect. I exactly think that's what you need in your life right now, Pooch. I think that's what you really can be. I think you you could probably do something with that, Keith. You might want to really, really try to pursue it. And it was like a weight had been lifted off my chest because I could not believe it. I I hadn't told anybody that I was doing that. No one knew. Hell, even I myself wasn't aware that I was doing this two, two weeks ago, let alone two days ago. But that morning I had woken up. I said there was something I needed to get off my chest. I needed to talk. I needed to vent. I needed to discuss the matters that were at hand. I needed to tell the world about what I was going through from losing my car to losing my grandfather to having my car totaled to losing the job and to now losing the girl, the girl who was the fiance. But keeping Luna around, I had to get up. I had to do something different. And for some reason, this was the first day that I knew it was going to be the beginning of the new end for me, which I'm totally fine with in some ways. (laughs) But yeah, it was the first day that I did stand-up comedy. And had it not been for DJ L Supreme giving me that pep talk, telling me that I could do it, telling me that I was a star shooter, telling me that, you know, this is what I was called to do, I would have never, ever got my ass up on that stage. There's nine people in the crowd that night. And I remember when I went up there for my five-minute set that I was up there for four minutes. I remember all nine people laughing. As I got off the stage, I was so excited. I was so jubilant. I was so happy. Because I had finally felt like I had found something. But it was weird because now... I needed a way to tell the people about what I was doing and how I was doing it. 
So I went home. I sat down. I opened up my phone. I searched in the app store. Podcast apps. And the very first app that popped up was the Anchor app. And it was at that moment on December 15, 2019, I pre-recorded the very first episode for what would now become the new version of my life.